So, you're in the digital age, eh? Too cool for the radio, so you've downloaded this. You've actually chosen to listen. Sorry in advance, but here goes. Ellie and Bex. If you've got kids, you know, sitting around home at the moment, they might be getting nerves a bit, then get them to check out uh, a podcast called Squiz Kids because... Our very own Prime Minister, Scott Morrison, has appeared on it and he's basically gone about answering kids' questions. G'day to all the squiz kids and I I suspect one or two parents and teachers who may be listening too. (laughs) Indeed. (laughs) That's the host. Who, who's host. either not listening or taking the mickey out of everything that happens. I love it so much. (laughs) Indeed. <laughs> Indeed. He's just got so little passion for it. Um, but ScoMo gets hit with questions from kids around the country and they're quite insightful questions and, and, you know, worth a listen. If I miss weeks and weeks of school, does that mean I will have to repeat this year of school? I mean... Fair question, fair mate. Fair question indeed. He kind of dances around the answer yeah. to that one a little bit. We would play you back the answer, but it was a 20-minute sort of political reportage of uh, essentially, mate, we're doing what we can. Yeah. Every case is different. Yeah, exactly. Uh, then he gets hit with this adorable question. Are the supermarkets going to run out of food? Hello, Prime Minister. My name is Claudia and I'm eight years old. How long until I can hug my granny? <gasps> I don't want her to get sick. Oh, Claudia, I can't deal. Don't play that to Claudia's granny. I know, I know, I can't deal. But I thought, listening to this podcast, Bex, I thought, you want to be a dad, you know, you you and your wife Lisa are are trying for a baby, so I thought maybe I'd try and prep you because there's a lot of kids, uh, like I said, sitting around home, around the sunny coast at the moment, peppering their parents with questions. I love kids, right? I grew up with a mum who has a master's in early childhood, I grew up around kindergartens, early childhood places and stuff like that. I, mm-hmm. just, I, I love kids. You do. You do. So let's get you some training and let's put you in ScoMo shoes and get kids from the sunny coast to hit you with some questions. Awesome. Let's do this. <laughs> All right. Okay. Has it got a good name for this little segment? All your segments have names. Um, I would like to call this one Uncle Bex's Corner. No, that sounds creepy. Okay. How about Ask Uncle Bex? Okay. 545-11919 if you want to join in. (laughs) All right. Let's kick off the first question for today for Uncle Bex. Hi, it's Frankie here. I miss school. How does a water bottle made made? How does a golf ball made made? Now, I believe what she's saying there is how is a water bottle made and how is a golf ball made? First of all, she is absolutely adorable. (laughs) You're a gorgeous little girl. A water bottle is made by extruding plastic and a golf ball, young Frankie, is made with a rubber core. Think of like a lot of little rubber bands all in a ball and then they put two outer shells on it to keep it all together and make it hard. There are some really great videos on the internet on YouTube. If you ask mum to get you on there and and type in how's it made, they show you all the machines. I will allow the second answer to the golf ball. Extruding? Did you use the word extruding? extrusion. Okay, I don't think Frankie knows what extrusion is. Oh, come on. She's sharp, this kid. (laughs) She's figured out how to edit her own audio by the age of four. I hope that helps, Frankie. All right, let's move on to a question from Quinn. When can we go shopping because I want to go to... Kmart and buy a toy. The real answer to this, Quinn, is whenever you want, baby. <laughs> Let's get it on. Uncle Bexy will bring his credit card. We can get more than one toy. In fact, we'll buy four toys and we'll tell mum and his sisters, if you've got any, that we only bought one. How about that? Okay, again, I'm just going to just point out, and maybe don't say let's get it on when you're talking to kids. It's just, it's just a little handy hint. No, I'm in the shopping. <laughs> okay, all right. Okay. Good on you, Quinny. Just checking. Uh, all right, this one is from Eden. If a bat wheeze on us, we'll get coronavirus. If a bat wheeze on us, <laughs> will we get coronavirus? 
<laughs> well, it depends. If that bat has been in contact with other bats that have been somewhere else in the last 14 days <laughs> or hasn't self-isolated, there is a chance that you may contact it. I suggest you ask the bat to wash itself thoroughly before weighing on you in future. There you go. There you go. Bat, get, get, get your bat's hand sanitizer. Well, is that what we're saying here? Yeah, I like because I don't want to. I don't want to demonize the bats. Mm. You know, there's plenty of good. You know, fine, upstanding. Uh, you know, role models. You know, law-abiding bats. Ellie, we don't want to <laughs> run them around town. But look, kids, thanks so much for your questions. I understand there was a couple more. Oh, there's plenty more. In fact, I've got a whole bank of them. I feel like maybe tomorrow we might have to revisit Uncle Bex's corner. Oh, sorry, what is it? Ask Uncle Bex. Um, but if you or your kids have any questions, that just anything that's on your mind, feel free to record them and send them in to us, 919CFM, because I want to keep this one, going. Oh, that's a good one. I know. Bat- it's a fair question. I've got to be honest, I don't know how ScoMo does it. <laughs> I know, right? Tough job. <laughs> Ellie and Bex. All rise. Coastal courtroom is in session. (laughs) I literally just did rise out of my seat. Did you? Well, that's because you're a judge's daughter and you like doing the right thing. You also like rules, which uh, I think is kind of why this segment you warm to on a a weekly basis. But this is our platform, Ellie, to take little uh, disagreements that happen, the stuff that might be out there in the public that multiple people are really vibing with, Mm. or in this case, something that pops up in conversation and get an instant ruling from you the people on five four five double one nine one nine, and you reckon no one's going to back me on this one? You were like, "We are going to take this to the coastal courtroom, Ellie, and we're going to get no support." What I will Whoa. say, I mean, there's always you can always find a you know another fruit, another over. weirdo. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> what I'll say is, I think this will be a hugely unpopular opinion. Fine, so go ahead, just make your statement. I don't think that a burger gets better with bacon. In fact, I'm going to go as far as to say, oh. bacon does not belong in a burger. Okay, I'm going to give you 30 seconds to just go through what an ideal burger is for you, okay? An ideal burger for me is a meat patty, a slice of cheese, mm. uh, maybe some mustard and some mayo and, yes. and sort like some, uh, various sauces, maybe some relish, mm. I don't mind, um, some lettuce, some tomato. Red onion is a Tosser. necessity. Um, Red onion, but yep. not bacon. No room no. for the cured pig. I just think, I mean, I'm a big fan of bacon. Give me bacon and eggs, give me a BLT, great. Don't mix meats. That's my big thing, I think. Here's the thing, folks. I mean, everyone knows where I stand. Bacon makes everything better. You know what's better than bacon? Twice as much bacon. (laughs) Wherever it goes, and particularly on a burger, the heat of a nice burger out at, say, Good Bar from the, you know, the big patty, like that Wagyu patty they do that's enormous through through the bacon, just perfect. The saltiness, the fattiness. It's salt and fat. What's not to like? No, it's too much. It's too much. It's too much of a strong taste in my mouth. I need a, bl- a blander taste. That's right, folks. We are really <laughs> going where no show has gone before. This because is what coronavirus does to us. There's nothing else to talk about. We'll continue to argue over this useless crap unless you call us, <laughs> right? Simple. The answer's no, but cool. Give us a call and give us your thoughts as well. Hayley from Caloundra West. Uh, Hayley, how are you going? I'm good, thank you. You sound so bright. I love it when people call who are, like, just bouncing out of the phone. It's Awesome. I've just done some. I've just done a good thing for my grandmother, so I actually I've gotten out of the house for the day, and that's why I'm hearing you. Oh, oh ripper! Nice, good on you. <laughs> Need to get the iHeart Radio app for you, Hale, so you can take us wherever exactly, you want. Exactly what I'm doing when I get home. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Absolutely, I have to say I agree with both of you. Bacon, absolutely on a burger. I will not pay an extra dollar though. Yeah. Or whatever, to have it. <laughs> so you agree that bacon. Needs to be on a burger. You're just a tight ass, essentially. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> but what are your but thoughts? But if they want to charge me 
without it. Yeah, fair call. But what, like mixing meats? Don't you reckon there's too many flavours in your mouth? You just can't deal with no. it? No. Oh, it makes it, but it has to be the good bacon. It can't be like the kind of undercooked ham thing you can get sometimes. Come no, on, it's guys. Yeah, I agree with you there, 100% Hales. Absolutely. But we've all had the mixed uh, mixed grill kebab at 3 o'clock in the morning and the mixed meats didn't seem to bother you then. <laughs> <hey>. <laughs> yeah, that's a fair point, actually. <laughs> well, that makes that even more better. Yeah, there's the verdict from Haley. I'm going to take that one as a win. It belongs there as long as you don't charge her. Be told. Exactly. <laughs> Haley, you are an absolute superstar. Thank you so much for your call. No worries. I'm glad I got through. Thank you. What a champ. What, a what an absolute indeed. champ and a defining moment. Cometh the hour, cometh the woman. Hayley from Calandra West. Ellie and Bex. 91.9 CFM. Uh, about three weeks ago, um, I made a little sketch uh, and you and I had a, a little gag around the fact that because everyone was going mental at that stage over toilet paper mm. uh, and buying it out. And at that stage, it was the first few days. So we just thought, oh, this will pass and whatever else. I made the comment that there's going to be toilet paper dealers, like, yeah, like, like, like drug dealers but for toilet paper. The like black a, market. Hey, man, you want some sweet, sweet three-play? Or should we call it the brown market? <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> They're rolling in it. We should have oh. re- workshopped some of these gags beforehand. Yeah, Never know. comes out as good. <laughs> uh, well, my, I guess my, my freak out had uh, come to reality when my wife was going for a walk uh, down Alex past the bluff the other day. Mm. Uh, at dusk. And uh, she was cautioned over to a ute by a couple of blokes. And just, I just want to interject and say, you never go over to a ute when two blokes are waving you over. Like, she knew that, right? Yeah, she's walking a blue healer. She'll be fine. Uh, Still, it's pretty old blue healer. Yeah, I know. (laughs) And and it would lick you to death, but I'm trying to, I'm trying to feel a little less bad about my wife's choice of um, saying saying hi to strangers. For those that know my wife, she's the nicest person on earth and she would literally, um, you know, say hi to a rock if it looked at her. Um, so, <laughs> essentially... I think I've actually seen her say hi to a rock. Yeah, she's it's been... Yeah, it's a lovely rock. How good is it? <laughs> yeah. Um, she's been uh, beckoned over to this truck and they've said, hey, do you want some? And she said, sorry, what? This is right across from the bluff. Do you want some? What? Sorry, sorry, what? Toilet paper. Four for 20 bucks. Four for 20 bucks? The As guy in was four offering rolls it, like or four, four packets? Four, no, four rolls. That is a rip-off. Well, four packets would be a bargain. I love the fact that I love the fact that the reason you're shocked for this is the price, not yeah. the fact that there's a guy essentially with a trench coat. Do you know what? Nothing surprises me in this day and age. Like, if you'd told Fair me two income. months ago what state the world would be in right now, yeah. I would not have believed you. So, yes, the fact that people are selling toilet paper from the boot of their cars, yep, fair enough. Just add it to the list of is weird it, stuff. Is it weird that I find that kind of a bit strange? Is it? Is it weird? Look, again, if it was a month ago, then yes, it would be weird. But now it's just like, no, this is live. What's weird, again, is that they are neglecting the social distancing laws and they are out and that is not essential travel, okay? I don't don't think they care about that (laughs) bloody tissues. The guy actually, though, got uh, picked up by the police um, and um, charged with uh, an offence. Yeah, it's true, it's true. Um, Yeah, yeah. Um, Intent to two-ply. A a prohibited substance, so. Begs. Intent to to ply. No, yeah, we get ply. it. We get it. Intent to three ply. There's just there's not laughing happening around this place. That's what a supportive co-host does. <laughs> it's real, people. It's real. Well, there you go. Look out for shady men with toilet rolls. I think that's the message we're trying to spread today. Intent to to ply. Okay, you're right. Ellie and Bex. Yeah, look, my whole life I've been searching for that get rich quick scheme. 
What do you mean? You know, well, I just thought, you know, like working for your money <laughs> seems too difficult. You were born into a blue blood family I, on the ocean in Perth. Your old man was a Supreme Court judge. No. You didn't need to search for get rich I, quick. You were born rich. I was not. How I was dare you, sir. from a very normal family. That's Thank you right. very much. That's right. But then, Bex, I pursued a career in radio. Yeah. Went out into regional radio. I've <laughs> yeah. never made a lot of money from that. So Well, we do it for the love, don't we? We do it for the love, exactly. It's the best job in the world. It is. But I thought, you know, while we've got all this time inside, I think of a way to supplement my income. Oh, no, you haven't, have you? <laughs> and I've noticed you've been wearing shorter skirts lately. And I, and <laughs> no, I, no, and okay. I know you're far away from your family and... and just that missing that no, ten- tenderness. No. Is- no, 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 no. That's, that's, okay, good. It's, it's all that. above board. Don't you Oh, worry. thank God. I um, am from WA originally. Mm. Then I lived in Victoria. Both those states don't have something that we have here in Queensland, which is why now that I live here. Mount Coolum. I, well, yes. <laughs> I mean, true. I mean, if we're going down that, they don't have the Great Barrier Reef. They yeah. don't have, you know, one fifty. They don't have a lot of things. But... <laughs> One thing in particular, and I was literally lying on a, on my couch on the weekend and yeah. I just had this brain explosion of like, oh, this is how you're going to get rich, Ellie. Yes. Containers for change. Do you know what that is, Bex? Uh, are you going to rip off a charity? Is, <laughs> is that what's happening here? Containers for change is the recycling mm. system. In mm. place here in oh, Queensland. Oh, the earn and return. Yes. So I was sitting there sipping my can of Coke Zero as I do every single day of my life. Yes. And I see the little 10 cents when recycled. Uh, slowly at- ruining your insides has paid off. I was like, this this is happening. This is happening. So mm. I also live with four other people. So we have quite a bit of recycling in our yes. house. And we actually missed a recycling day oh, a week ago. No good. So we've got even more. Plus we had a fair few drinks on Thursday night. Yeah. So it? I collected up all my cans and all my bottles and I drove to Cunder Park and I went to the recycling station. Yeah. How much you get? $12.40, guys. Oh, wow. $12.40. So, hang on. You know I like my sums, so just I'm just going to open up the old phone here and get on the calculator. You don't have to, mate. It's 124 124 uh, uh, Hang on. Hang on. What's that, what's that even the answer to? Hang on a second. So, okay. So $12, $12.40. I'll, yep. I'll round you up to $15, okay? How long did you take um, getting your uh, picking up from the, the moment you first thought about it as yep. a scheme to the moment you got your receipt at the other end? How long was it? Be honest. Two hours and 20 minutes. Okay, so let's go two hours. So you're getting $7.50 an hour on a standard 38 hour week. That's $285 a week. <laughs> yes. Multiplied by 52, assuming you don't take annual leave because the can game never sleeps. The can game never sleeps, mate. You're Nor does the bottle game. Before tax, $14,800 a year. <laughs> yes, but that's more than... Okay, you're also forgetting that first I have to buy the cans and bottles. Exactly. <laughs> Ellie and Bex. 91.9 CFM. Uh, i got to say, one of the things I noticed is four days with my lovely wife, we argued about the weirdest crap. And we don't normally argue a lot at all. Yeah. We're, we're, we're pretty relaxed. She's a very relaxed customer, my wife. And she is. Let me give you a couple of the arguments that we had. Mm-hmm. Okay. In fact, I'll just give you one. I'll give you the best one. Okay. Whether or not um, hot cross buns are called Easter buns or hot cross buns. I believe hot cross buns. She believes Easter, Easter buns. Now, that blew up into at least a 45-minute. <laughs> you don't understand. You don't know me if you think that's what I think. Blah, 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 blah. 
Fair income. It was like, I haven't had a blue like that with a missus since high school. <laughs> what was her logic out of interest? Because I would have, I, Easter I buns? hate to say it, but I would have sided with you. Yeah, which means you really I know. It. Easter buns I just don't get. But I think it's the heat of those four days, mate, that yeah, really yeah, caused yeah. everyone problems. One that I did know from overseas, and I'd like people to join in actually, share. Mm-hmm. 545-11919. got dinner thanks to uh, Chips & Co Eatery. They're open every day on Nicklin Way in Warana. Hashtag real fish, chips and burgers. Yum. Chipsco.com.au. So if you want some of that deliciousness, give us a call. Mm. Let us know about the petty argument you had over the weekend because the pressure's getting to us all. One of my cousins, I I did an international Skype with all my family and uh, it was the LA gang at this stage. And he said that his friends, he'd been on Skype with one of his mates and his his mate's wife was arguing with his mate saying, no, no, I want you to want to wash the dishes. She was getting that's emotional call, over the fact that he was like, I'll wash them. That's cool. Don't worry about it. I'll wash it. And she goes, but you don't want to do it. Why don't you want to wash the dishes? I, completely accurate. I'm on her side with that one. I get it. You know, you got to want to want to help out. There's got to be some petty arguments that were had over the weekend. And I think this is the first step in therapy, folks. Tiffany is in Palmview. Tiffany, what's your petty isolation argument been about? Well, on the weekend, my um, partner, he was cooking toast in the toaster. And when he pulled the toast out, it had a piece of cat hair on it. And I have a cat. So he's like, oh, Tiff, look. And I just grabbed the toast out of his hand and threw it in the bin. And then I burst out crying, saying, like, don't hate the cat. It would have been my fault for patting him. That's how the hair would have got in there. And it was just, he's like, I didn't even say anything. I just said, Tiff, look. And yeah, this so, sounds like this is something yeah. a long time coming. Have you had anxiety over your <laughs> yeah. feline friend for a while, Tiff? Yeah, yeah, it's been a touchy subject because originally, when we got together, I obviously had the cat already, yeah. and he was allergic to cats. But he's been uh, planning to deal with it. Okay, so yeah. you've essentially put something he's allergic to on his toast, <laughs> and then you've cried when he's gone. What's going on here? <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's helping with his allergies. He doesn't seem to complain that he's allergic. No, anymore. because he's, he's, eating, he's eating cat toast every day. You're killing him. <laughs> he you sounds like a keeper, Tiff. No. If, if you can, keep, if you don't kill him, then keep him. Okay. I tell you what, we okay. need. You uh, need to be temporarily removed from feeding duties. I'm afraid. Uh, <laughs> Unless chip- it's feeding the cat, we'll yeah, allow you can that. feed the cat, but none of this because it's just too good for him. Chips and Co. Eatery will uh, pick up a fifty dollar. Uh, tab there, mate, so you can get anything you want there. Of course, real fish, chips and burgers. They're Nicklin Way. Warana. I nearly said Morana for some reason. <laughs> Thank you. I'm sure he'll be happy to eat some real food without cat yeah. there. Right? Just keep good. the cat away, okay? Keep, <laughs> let the cat in the laundry for dinner, all right? <laughs> okay. No worries. I don't doubt that. <laughs> I know, not at Karen, all. Karen, he's in Little Mountain. Kaz, did you have a little bit of a tiff about pretty much nothing over the uh, long weekend? Well, I still think it is something, but it was regarding I was cooking all weekend for my family because I was bored. Mm. Thank you, Mum. Good on you, Karen. I know. Thank you. Yes. (laughs) And I purchased a flake because I thought I'm going to make a chocolate mousse and I'll put the flake on top. I hid it in the fridge. Come when I make it, the flake is gone. (laughs) Who did it? Oh, it took about two hours. 
one of them hid the evidence under another son's bed. Um, <laughs> so, yes, I found the culprit. I then grabbed all his Easter eggs and I threw them in the bin. <gasps> oh, wow. That escalated quickly. I did use one, though, to grate over the chocolate. <laughs> oh, exactly. You needed, to, you needed the well, flake. You, you know, if you've got to break a few eggs. <laughs> you don't take someone's flake. You don't take someone's <laughs> flake. You, I feel you, girl. That is a crime against humanity, stealing Karen, a flake. How old are these uh, young men and women we're talking about? 22, 19, and 16. Oh, old enough to know better. Should know better. So, yes, yes it was the 19-year-old that sees anything that's not labelled in a fridge. Yeah, yeah. Karen, I feel like you've, you, we, you know, we're talking about petty arguments. I don't feel like this is a petty I feel like you had every right to be mad about this. Thank it's you. okay. I'll back you, girl. Especially when I cooking beautiful meals, like desserts, everything, all weekend for them. Yes, exactly. But, Karen, you left a flake in the fridge. <laughs> okay, that, 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 is, that is fraught with danger, darling. <laughs> I put it in the egg container. <laughs> Karen, I, you're I the best. I hide my things. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we need to get take you off the radio before things go too far. But oh, okay, thank, thank you. you. For your... I hope you feel a little better. <laughs> I am. That actually did help. Thank you. Ellie and Bex. Hey, uh, we try not to do political stuff over the week uh, on this particular show. Uh, we have, however, praised the public service, the way they've handled COVID in Australia, and I think we've been very well, you know, looked after and led by some wonderful Australians. Continue to do so. Yeah, well, you see where Australia is on the leaderboard, so to speak, yeah. of coronavirus It's like cases, watching the, co- the well. Commonwealth Games. We're just kicking butt. Yeah, except you want to be further and further down <laughs> exactly. the tally. We want to be Chinese Taipei. Yes. <laughs> somewhere like that. Anyhow. St. Grenadines. Uh, somewhere that'll leave you scratching your head endlessly is if you uh, see some of the press conferences that the leader of the United States is taking. Um, most recent one, uh, Donald Trump has had a full-blown argument with uh, a reporter in, in the thing and, and started resorting to sort of personal stuff. But it was one over the weekend that um, that I saw that made me see if you could reach out to one of your doctor mates. Mm. Um, and she joins us now, Dr. Celeste, or as I call her, Celeste, Celeste. <laughs> she gets her own um, sung music. Hello, Celeste. This. Hello, doctor, I should say. Hey guys, how are you going? Good. Hi, sorry to drag. You do have your own theme song, yeah. He's a big fan of yours. Well, she's saving the Sunshine Coast. That's true. Can I tell you? That's true. She's working hard at the hot. There's nothing more noble. Anyhow, a doctor. I just wanted your opinion. I'm just going to play this uh, little grab from a press conference recently from the leader of the free world. Uh, I got some medical issues that I want to check with you first. This is Donald Trump talking about the coronavirus. They develop uh, drugs like the antibiotics. You see it? Antibiotics used to solve every problem. Now one of the biggest problems the world has is the germ has gotten so brilliant (laughs) that the antibiotic can't keep up with it. And they're constantly trying to come up with a new. People go to a hospital and they catch, they go for a heart operation. That's no problem. But they end up dying from, from problems. You know the problems I'm talking about. Uh, there's a whole genius to it. We're fighting, not only is it hidden, but it's very smart, okay? It's invisible. And it's hidden, but it's it's very small. When do I stop him? Do I? Okay, right. Anyone else out of the three of us or anyone listening think that he started talking about one thing and got a little lost halfway through that? My my favorite part was just the the germ. Now, doctor, (laughs) I just want a quick verdict on something. He's calling the virus a germ, and then referring to anti antibiotics as he called antibiotics, (laughs) uh, being able to deal with the germ. 
It's a virus, right, which is different, isn't it? It's a virus. Um, I mean, germ isn't really a scientific term. It's a yeah. layman's term for things that... Oh, for people like you, us. So. Lesser people. For people who... <laughs> people like me, Bex and Trump. Hey, for people who don't have a stethoscope, yeah. that's what that means. <laughs> so, um, but did, yeah. you, did you have a little bit of a lull at that whole kind of like... Yeah, antibiotics can't even keep up with the coronavirus. Yeah, well, I almost didn't have time to. I was trying to keep up with what he was talking about. <laughs> it's hard to follow. What about this concept of the, the virus being a genius uh, that the world is trying to chase? A smart germ. The smart germ. Well, it's the way he talks about it, it's a bit hard not to picture it as like a comic book fight playing out and there's just no humans involved. It's, it's like the germ versus the antibiotic and... <laughs> They're just battling it out. There's just like no researchers, no patients. No so doctors. you, you think the them. good folk at Marvel are doing his press conference now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. I reckon someone's like, oh, that's a great idea. Let's if he that. introduces Tony Stark as his uh, chief of the Defence Force, then we'll know. Yeah, um, exactly. That's exactly yeah, what's well, happening. So just, many problems, just so we're clear, because we do have literally one of the most powerful, if not the most powerful politicians in the world saying it, Anti, anti, to, your no, to your knowledge, antibiotics will not be effective at this stage against the coronavirus. Should you catch it? No, conventionally we use antibiotics against bacteria, which yeah. are quite what would different you know? to viruses. What would you know? <laughs> it's smarter than you, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Celeste, well, thank you. My is confident. It's nothing more convincing. Yeah. No, Celeste. Cool. Yeah, you want to sing her out? Great. Ellie and Bex. 91.9 CFM. You've been scratching your surfaces, young lady, <laughs> like nobody's business, and it's down to something quite common in Queensland, which you may be experiencing for the first time. Oh, I'm really glad that we have gotten to the point in the show where I can tell this story because you've been saying for the last hour, Ellie's been scratching herself heaps, guys. We've got to find out why. This so is here what it was is. down the line before while a song was on. Hi. I'm so glad that we're in separate studios because you'd be freaking out because I keep pulling my skirt up and scratching my butt. Oh, my butt is really itchy at the moment. So (laughs) what is my life that this is my job? So over the last month, in fact, I reckon on the show around this time about a month ago, we did a segment. Give us a call, what bit you? Because I'd come to work mm-hmm. with 39 bites on me and I was like, where yeah. did they come from? So over the last few weeks, I've been sporadically getting getting bitten some more. So yes. much so that at 4am on Easter Sunday morning, mm-hmm. I woke up itchy and I was like, instantly, I was like, I've got bed bugs. I have got bed bugs. There's no other explanation for it. It's um, really unlike you to just freak out and go to a random explanation I know it, well, on a subject of which you know nothing. It seemed to be the only thing that would make sense because I'm getting bitten in my bed. I've got covers on. Yep. Like it's There's not a dude within kilometres. No, no, exactly. <laughs> so I was Googling at four o'clock in the morning bed yep. bugs and how to get rid of Best them Best thing to do if you ever want to get back to sleep again. <laughs> yes. I then put a full tracksuit on to go back to bed <laughs> so the bed bugs wouldn't get me yep. um, and then did go back to sleep. Anyway, that day I tore my entire room room apart like I'm talking I t- stripped the bed um put the all the pillows and everything outside in the sun because I've I heard that heat kills bed bugs yes I did a extra hot cycle of all my sheets put good. it in the dryer afterwards good pulled the mattress up looked underneath it pulled the bed base up looked had underneath the pest it, guy there remember vacuumed the whole thing and there was absolutely no sign of bed bugs yes. so I was like okay well I don't have bed bugs good. then that night I'm lying in bed and I'm looking up my lights are on and I see these little Fly-looking oh. things around oh. the light, and I realise it's midges. Welcome to Queensland, darling. Oh, 
Do you and not get them in WA? Because there's no, lots of sand in WA. Yeah, you do every now and again, but not this bad. Not at my own home. Oh, Medjis are the worst. I once nearly scratched a hole in my foot, as in like bleeding to the point of having to put the sheets straight in the wash. Yes. In my sleep because of Medjis. Well, that has been me for the last month. Like I've just been constantly covered in bites. In fact, I was looking at myself. I was in my bathers today. My Sorry, my togs. Got to get into the Queensland way of saying things. And I saw my reflection and I had like 10 bites all on my butt and legs. And I was like, this needs to stop. So... I need your help, Sunny Coast. How do you deal with midges? How do you keep them away and how do you stop the itching? Yes, my 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 room is the cleanest it's ever been. I don't know what they're attracted to apart from me. Yes, I've got tasty blood. I get it. Whatever. I'm a tasty gal. But Oh, God, really? You almost had me caring about you there. And then sentences like that, they just evaporate all the good work. What you want to know is how do the good people of the Sunny Coast who have been dealing with these little mongrels for years... Mm. How do they deal with midges? Yes. What do you do about them? Is there a way to keep them away? Is there something you can put next to your bed or something you can put on the itch? Is there a trap that I can get the, for them? Does calamine – how are you supposed to trap them? Does I don't cal, know, Does like calamine lotion work? I don't know. Please. I mean, I just grew up scratching myself. Please, if you've got help, please give it to me because I'm at my wit's end. And, like, like if you're a fan of the Ellie and Beck show at all, like that one person out there, <laughs> then it may not continue if the midges keep oh, happening. come on. I might have to it's leave actually, this state. It's actually illegal for us to incite panic unnecessarily. No. So <laughs> the show's going to continue on, but we would really like your help with this little midgey problem. Rodney's in Burnside. Rodney, you got some midgey tips for me, bud? The best way to get rid of those is citronella oil. Citronella oil. Okay. Can I burn oh, uh, that inside, uh, though, or like... No. Uh, oh. You spray it in the ground, basically. It's create the big barrier around that um, they don't like. Mosquitoes and sandflies hate it. Hey, it's kind of... Right. I was going to say it's kind of like you with blokes, but that doesn't... Really, <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't There's really. no spray that can keep the blokes away from me, mate. Oh. Don't you no, worry. It's like up, up the beach and you're just on dark, the sandflies come out. So you spray you around your camp with yeah. um, a, a, a fine mist of citronella oil. Lamp oil and they just disappear. They don't come back. Amazing. I wonder if I could get one of those little like coil things. You know the like coil citronella things that I can put oh, burn in my room. They got, they got citronella sticks. Yes. All right. Let's move on to Sam from Dicky Beach. Samantha, have you got some midgy tips and tricks for me? I have. You yeah. need to have a bath in some pine castle. What the hell is what? that? Okay. What's okay. Hang on, I'm just googling that now. <laughs> a bath in some pine tassel. Am I hearing you correctly? Pine. You are hearing me correctly. Okay. So what's pine tassel? It's an it's an anti itch solution, and you put it in the bathtub, and it really takes the sting out. I use it on my grandson. Oh, he's, there you he's go. Absolutely covered. Right. And the next tip is to either use some vinegar, brown vinegar, or some calamine lotion on the bites at night. Okay. And the third tip is shut your windows because they get through your screens. Now yeah, someone they're so little. My housemate was saying this. She's like, "Have you have you got your window open?" I was like, "Yeah, of course, but I've got a fly screen." She goes, "Doesn't matter." No, that's correct. That's so unfair. What's the point in having a fly screen then? It's, it's pure physics, mate. Have a look at the size of the hole. Have a look at the size of the thing flying at it. <laughs> and, and one one more tip, guys. One more tip. Yeah. Yes. Put the fan on you over night time. It blows them away. Yeah, I had it all last night and it didn't help. I'm getting really emotional about Ellie, this, Sam. People, Sorry, no. people are ringing up. Their, like, this is costing Sam money right now. <laughs> no, I appreciate yeah, all not. of these. I've got the pine tassels. Yes. I've got the yep. fan on, brown window vinegar. closed, brown vinegar, calamine you, lotion. You're going to smell delicious. I know. I'm going to 
Stop scratching because you'll make them infected. I know. I'm trying so hard to stop scratching. I'm going to get those oven mitts like they do in that episode of Friends when they've got the chicken pox. Just put <laughs> oven mitts and tape them to my hands. Samantha, uh, thank you so much. And we do know that you're a nurse, so at least some of that is medical advice. Yes. We appreciate it. Yes. Just a little bit, yes. Ellie and Bex. Last week, I reckon the highlight of the week was the WA Premier, Mark McGowan, hearing about um, the, the bloke in Sydney who got pinged um, having a kebab halfway through his run. I know. He's my new hero. Not McGowan, the, the, <laughs> for, the runner. For non-isolation. And then he found, you know, and he just laughs and laughs and laughs. If you haven't seen that, just check that, that clip out. It's pretty cool. Uh, but from uh, my old stomping ground in Albury, and also, actually, my last cricket club was at Lavington, which is, look, it's one of the more Aussie battler parts of the town. I remember doing uh, some radio in Lavington once at a shopping centre. Really? Yep. Oh, yeah, that's right. You came to town to, uh, to fill in. Yep, yep. That was a long time ago. That was a good time. Anyhow, uh, a bloke seemed pulled over by the coppers a little bit far from home. And when they asked him what his reason for essential travel was... Mm. He insisted he was doing essential travel as he was visiting his drug dealer. Look, props for honesty. (laughs) You know, it's the kind of thing that if your kid comes to you and is honest about something they've stuffed up, do you you not fine him? That's my my biggest thing. Like, I'm I'm all about honesty, you know, integrity. So if you're doing the (laughs) wrong thing but you're telling the truth about it, I reckon I might let let you off the hook. You're a judge's daughter. (laughs) I'd yeah. love to ring your old man right now and go, how does that sit with well, you? Well, it's like, it's like in, in the court of law, you get a lesser sentence if you're honest from the get-go, you know, and you admit to doing it. Do you? Yeah, sometimes. Is that, if, you is that co- if you cooperate with police, you that, your sentence can be you lessened. Just, have you just been watching too much Crime watched, Investigation Network over I've the weekend? Is that what's a lot happening? of Blue Healers over the weekend. But I tell you what, the cops would be pretty smart, wouldn't they? <laughs> this is what I'd do if I was one of the coppers. Uh, you know, um, no worries, mate. Yeah, we'll just climb in. Just. Give us a lift. Yeah, exactly. Or just not, or just like, okay, off you go, mate. We'll let you go then. Yeah. And then just follow him, tailgate him, and then ping them both. Boom. I think that's what their plan was when they got there anyhow. Oh, did they get him in the end? I don't know, mate. Oh. I don't research this Come stuff. Come on, we need the full story. Come on, mate. It's, it's seven minutes to six. <laughs> You've got right. to temper your expectations. Okay, should we just get some music on instead? Please. Okay, cool. I speak on behalf of everyone when I say please. <laughs> Ellie and Bex. 91.9 CFM.